are tuned to KBOO Portland. Up next, we bring you a special digital multi-channel episode of the Ubu Hour. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to our new format. With dozens of channels to choose, the Digital Ubu Hour will revolutionize radio for the 21st century. From westerns, to suspense, to crime drama, to romance, to sci-fi, to comedy, your choice of radio theater entertainment lies a click away. And all our radio theater programming contains the Ubu Hour stamp of approval for the highest quality listening entertainment that will delight young and old alike. You can make your choice at any time. Simply turn the horizontal dial on your digitally enhanced radio set. A whole world of adventure awaits you, my friend, and you get to decide. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to our new format. With dozens of channels to choose, the Digital Ubu Hour will revolutionize radio for the 21st century. This way, this way. This is where the magic happens. Welcome to the air room where we broadcast the Ubu Hour. Who are those clowns? Those are the investors. Investors? Yeah, the guys who gave us the money to go digital. Shit, we better keep them away from the you-know-what. And there you have it. This rack of gear holds the complete works. It's like a universe with dozens of worlds, dozens of radio theater shows inside. But if it's digital, can't it fit in something far smaller than a six-foot rack of metal boxes? Okay. So you say the listener has a choice. I don't quite understand how it works. Very simple. We have over two dozen radio theater shows running simultaneously. The listener merely has to calibrate their digital radio sets to the right one. That doesn't make any sense. You're just broadcasting from one radio signal. Uh, allow me to interrupt. Uh, the radio signal, 90.7 FM, has numerous sub-signals, so that instead of broadcasting one program from the signal, we can actually air quite a number at the same time. It's a new technology, and when people get their new digital radio sets to take advantage of it, the possibilities for radio will be endless. That's what I've been telling them. Look at the choices. Suspense, comedy, romance, westerns, sci-fi, mystery, politics, reality, radio. The listener decides. But most people don't have these new radios, do they? No, a few listeners haven't upgraded yet. A few? Maybe more than a few. Like most listeners, like pretty much all the listeners. Well, yeah. Then what are the people listening to? They can listen to whichever program they want. 
We have almost 40 programs to choose from. I, I don't know if it's quite that many, but more than 20. No, I mean the people who don't have these new radios. What are they hearing right now? Oh, that's, uh, that's a good question. I suppose it would... Uh, I suppose it would default to one of our more popular programs. There it is. It's still in the opening sequence. See that? It will just repeat over when it ends. That's not good. We'd better set it manually to another program. How about you guys choose? We got sci-fi, romance, westerns, comedy, Trump, drama, children's... Trump? What the hell is that? Uh, let's find out. We push the dial to... We now go to program 7-3, now in progress. Untitled political satire. I don't believe that anyone should protest our great president. After all, he won the election fair and square. Let's give him a chance. See what he can do to fix the mess we're in. We need to give him a chance. Yeah, give him a chance. Sounds pretty reasonable. Like, say you were going to leave your teenage daughter alone with a sexual predator. Just give him a chance. Excuse me, but we are not implying the president is a sexual predator just because he bragged about grabbing women's pussies. Not to mention, he said he liked to walk in on the Miss America contestants when they were undressing. And then there's numerous allegations of rape, the inappropriate comments about troubled teenage girls like Lindsay Lohan, but that's not the point. All right, all right, let's, let's begin this skit again. And let us repeat, we are not saying that the president is or is not a sexual offender or a rapist. That is not the issue. You people are so negative. Why don't you love America like we do? Go back to where you came from. You don't want to give the president a chance to make America great again. He wants to make America a winner again, but you people want to protest and complain instead of doing the hard work to make America great again, you losers. <laughs> America should be for winners and not losers. Give him a chance. Let's see what he can do. These Trump supporters, they want us to give Trump a chance. Like, would you let a known thief watch your house? Why not give him a chance? Okay, another disclaimer. We are not implying that the president is a thief. Sure, stiffing contractors out of their pay might be considered wage theft. But that's a different issue. So yeah, well, we shouldn't protest. Uh, we should just give him a chance. While he loads up the cabinet with the, with worst, the worst people people possible. He lets Bannon totally destroy the government while the family members rake in the dough with foreign contracts. Remember George W. Bush? He doesn't seem so terrible now, does he? And you could go back in history and find presidents worse than Bush. Maybe right before the Great Depression? Or how about Buchanan and some of those other clowns that preceded the Civil War? Yeah, there's always Andrew Jackson who complained about the Civil War, even though he died decades earlier. The point is, Bush was a terrible president and maybe one of the worst we've had. Trump, on the other hand, he is the absolute bottom of the barrel. We will never have a president as bad as this. We have reached the absolute low point of our nation. The lies, 
the pettiness, the incompetence, the conflicts of interests, the insanity. In just months, he's proven to be far more corrupt than Nixon and far more stupid than George W. Bush. He has no idea of what he's doing or what this country represents. The Constitution, something that gets in the way of his rule. Other branches of government take a chainsaw to them if they won't fall in line. The press? Throw them in jail if they publish anything but glowing stories about how the president will make America great again. He's a clueless shit for brains, narcissistic psychopath surrounded by enablers who are hungry for power. But he's the president. He's doing a good job. You people just hate him because he's the winner and you are losers. That's right. You don't understand anything. He's a great businessman. And that's what we need in the world. Enough of that. I didn't forget about that idiot. Not to be reminded of him. If we wanted to hear Trump get bashed for an hour, we'd tune in next week to Subhuman Intellect Theater. We don't want to be connected to anti-Trump programming. Sure. We hate the guy as much as any normal person, but we also don't want to get sued by him. Fine. That's why we offer the new digital format. The listener gets to decide. So why not, uh, oh, so why don't you try another one? Why don't we go for children's? Just in case my family stayed up late to listen to this. Children's. You have a few choices. Fairy tales, Harry Potter parodies, YA, whatever that is. YA? Fairy tales sound pretty safe. Excellent choice, my friends. Fairy tales. Clean family fun. I'm glad you are offering that for a people who don't like all the swearing and <clears throat> sex. A bit of the light-hearted escapist fare that Ubu is famous for. We now go to Ubu Channel 1.6 in progress. Program title, Snob White and the Seven Dorks. As we see a man with bright orange hair in front of a large mirror. Mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the greatest of them all? Commander Rump, you are the greatest. The greatest businessman, the greatest leader. Sir? What is it, Spicy? The full cabinet is assembled in the West Wing. And they've all been briefed? Sure thing, sir. And the press? Are they there as well? Yes, all is prepared. They're there, ready to cover it, so that the people will see how great you are. We have done a lot, haven't we? Tremendous things. And we've only been running this show for several months. That's right, sir. You've transformed things almost as much as FDR. And he had to take 14 years to do it. Yes, FDR, one of our great leaders. We need to bring back his legacy. Internment camps. And whatever else he did. But you've done almost as much in a few months as he did during four terms. To think how great things will be when I've been here for four terms. This way, sir. To the West Wing. Commander Dunghole Rump strides through a set of doors and into the large room. The cabinet are gathered around an enormous mahogany table. Members from every major TV and newspaper are at the perimeter of the room. Look at you all! Hello, everyone! Hurrah! Hurrah for Commander Rump! Hurrah! <laughs> Our first full cabinet meeting. I want to say never has there been a commander. With few exceptions, maybe FDR, but 
Never has there been a commander who has passed more legislation, done as many things in so little time as I have. We have achieved tremendous success. I think we've been about as active as you can possibly be and at a just about record setting pace. Hoorah! Hoorah for Commander Rump! Hoorah! Now, I want you all to go around the room and tell about the great work we are doing for the country. Let's start with you, Mike Penis. The Vice Commander, Mike Penis, who in fact... <laughs> the Vice Commander, Mike Penis, who in fact looked like a giant penis, speaks up. It is the greatest privilege of my life to serve as the vice commander to a commander who is keeping his word to the oh, American fuck. people. This one is really boring. Let's fast he forward. This truly will be the greatest moment of my life to bask in the glow of your brilliance. Keep going, keep going, as we keep serve going. This noble mission to keeping his word. Mr. Leader, I'm so deeply blessed and honored to have a chance to serve with you, sir. And we're doing all we can to bring a business model to this department. To Keep fast-forwarding. This scene goes on and on and on. Reducing on. regulations that restrict free enterprise. Hurrah for Commander Rump! Hurrah! Okay, fast-forward, fast-forward. <laughs> The wonderful work we are doing for the American people and for the businesses that can utilize our public lands for greater potential. I can't say what an honor it is to work with you, sir. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Next cabinet person. Leader Rump, I'm so in awe of you and all the great work you've done. I could get on my knees and fillet you. Enough of that. Surely there's something thank better. You, thank you, thank you. That was just as bad as the other one. I certainly would not want my children to listen to it. Let's go to a different program, shall we? Uh, what about Western? Uh, that sounds pretty good. How about this one? It just says local drama. We now go to program 12-3. Program will commence in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Tonight's presentation, Quiet Flows the Willamette. It began as just another night at Kebu. Ani was rehearsing the volunteer crew for yet another membership drive. All right, put down those Kebu bagels and listen to me, you worthless little shits. You're going to get us some needed financial support or so help me, I'll take this little station off the air. You hear me or you want this whip to do the talking. Ken was discarding rotting bowls of emoji greens and unicorn stew from the refrigerator, while Tom busied himself building a new 400,000 watt clear channel transmitter so that Kebu broadcasts could be heard in both Bangkok, Thailand, and Tigard, Oregon. Let's see, tab X goes into slot Y. Where the hell is slot Y? There's no way of interpreting these ridiculous directions. Damn, I knew we shouldn't have gotten this freaking Fenska Bjornstrand model transmitter kit from Ikea. I was in the Kebu kitchen getting a cup of chamomile tea. All we had left to drink until sufficient receipts from the next membership drive came in, and we could get some coffee. 
I was listening to the radio, KBU Naturally. Me, I'm Larry. Rolf was at the master control board, working off a top ramen hangover while opening his monthly Yubu Radio Theater Hour. Despite the late hour, he planned on getting into one of the production studios after the show to edit one of his famous and ridiculously popular five-hour sketches for a future Yubu broadcast. Welcome to another hour of anti-establishment news, features, humors, adventures, and all kinds of terrific shit on tonight's Ubu Radio Theater Hour. I'm Rolf, Rolf Sempribon. I'm here with our favorite co-host, Becky. Few people know the real reason why his Ubu sketches are so long, that they contain hundreds of coded messages for the Portland area underground Trump resistance. Before we begin tonight's theatrical presentations, we have a report on the Pacific Northwest Regional Flatulation Finals held last weekend at the Mount Airy, Washington Tutatorium, where Breezy McFarterson of Stenchfield, Idaho, took this year's first place trophy, a stimulated bronze representation of a turd sitting on a whoopee cushion. It was presented by an officer of the NCCF, the National Consortium of Competitive Farters. Becky? This is a competition for which dozens of grossly overweight athletes prepare months in advance, stuffing their bodies day after day with jars of sauerkraut, drums of Boston baked beans, dozens of burritos, and gallons of gallons of beer while greasing their colons with tube after tube of Preparation H, all in a bid to build a competitive edge. Contestants are judged on tone, vibrato, harmonics, aroma, and a degree of embarrassment. Here's a recording of last week's winning tiebreaker. Local champion McFarterson will now head to the West Regional Semifinals in Skidmark, New Mexico next week. Whomever wins that competition then goes to the National Championships in Chicago. They don't call it the Windy City for nothing, folks. With the survivors of that contest heading to the Cabbage Fields of Ireland for the World Cup matchups. Aaron, we're live on mic. What are you doing in here? I've just begun our show. (sighs) Rolf, we need to talk. Again. You know how I've repeatedly warned you about putting programs in bad taste on the air and how you need to curb the pointed humor now that Trump has taken over control of the FCC? Well, we got a call this evening from the guest Trumpo, Trump's secret police. You mean Trump's Stoppo? No, no, that's a different organization. It's the one that runs the organ lottery now. Trump's giving us a final warning, and that was before you began airing this show about the so-called flatulation derby, which we both know isn't something real. Sorry, Aaron. I didn't want to do this sketch, but you know how handsome and persuasive Rolf is. Yeah, I know. He's got all the women and half the men at KBU in his thrall. A regular Count Chocula, he is. Aaron, whatever happened to KBU being the bulwark of free speech? Whatever happened to our sense of humor? And whatever happened to irony? For that matter, whatever happened to Bernie Sanders? Lord, how I miss him. Out of the corner of my eye, I saw some movement out on the street. I put down my cup and raced back to the control room. Quick, we've all got to make a run for it. What's up, Larry? It's the Trump stormtroopers, the Waffen-Gastrumpo. They're on to us. Somebody must have ratted us out, or else they were actually listening to the radio. 
They're at the front door right now, preparing to break it down. I'll see if I can hold them off. I think we've got a few bagels left from the last membership drive. If the volunteers haven't eaten them all, maybe I can tempt our unwelcome Donny Boy visitors with some of those. Uh, I think we have some slightly moldy cream cheese and maybe that three-week-old pizza. It's too dangerous. We need to get out of here. Come with us. Here comes Linda. She's carrying Martin, the congenial, though very old Ubu writer. What are we doing? Escaping. You guys need to get out of here, too. Do we have time to burn all those scripts we haven't broadcast yet? No, we'll have to eat them on the way out. I hope everyone has followed my example and printed theirs on spring roll rice wrappers. Makes them not only much more edible, but actually delicious. Quick, head for the secret Kebu passageway. Oh my god, there's a secret passage? Yes, Martin. I guess no one informed you. There's a trap door in the music library under the shelf that holds the CDs of 1950s cocktail music. It opens into a tunnel that exits through the toilet in the men's room of the Doug Fur Lounge. I, I don't know that I want to escape that bad. Yes, you do. You don't know what these Trump people are capable of. Once we're in the lounge, we'll head for the Safeway house. What's the Safeway house? A secret place where we can hide. Where is it? Get to the Safeway supermarket on Hawthorne. Crawl under the cold beer counter, then take the secret elevator 12 floors down. Come on, let's get the hell out of here. Well, here we are on the street. Anyone want an almost new urinal cake? I got diverted going through the sewer pipe, hit the urinal instead of the toilet. Looks like the Waffen-Gastrumpo have got the streets blocked. They're stopping all cars with Hillary or Bernie bumper stickers, pulling the drivers out and beating the crap out of them. Yes, they're also checking birth certificates of anyone who looks like a hipster, a Muslim, or an Afro-American ex-president. We'll have to hoof it over to, to Hawthorne. Apparently, I've picked the wrong week to quit using my cane and begin pushing a walker. You guys go on without me. I'm, I'm only slowing you down. No, we're leaving no one behind. Someday you can tell us how you ever got that walker through those little holes in the urinal. For now, everybody stay in the shadows. I never thought it would come to this. I did. I knew it the first time I saw Jeb Bush try to laugh off one of Trump's insults in those Republican primary debates. It was like watching a skunk dispatch a dormouse. There's a helicopter with a searchlight up there above us. Quick, hide under these trees. How will we ever make it over to Hawthorne without being seen? I've got an idea. My brightly colored shawl is an extra large imprint of the AIDS quilt. Everyone get under it and they'll think we're a dragon from the Chinese New Year's parade. I'll be the head. The hell you will, Aaron. Get out of my way. I'm the one who's the expert on dragon feng shui. Damn it, Larry. You're always the dragon's head. Hey, everybody knows I can't pass for the dragon's ass. And I suppose the rest of us can. Come on, get under the shawl and let's get in step here. It's working. We fooled them. We fooled them. The helicopters. Look out. Ah, they got me. They're throwing water balloons. I should have known we'd never pass for a dragon. (sighs) Death is just like I thought it would be. Nothing more than a page out of a very dark comic book. (sighs) Poor guy, he's gotten water in his ears. Shorted out his hearing aids, most likely. There's no other way. We've got to leave him behind and hope he doesn't talk. He won't if he can't hear their questions. So what took you guys so long? Becky, how did you get here so fast? 
I duck through the alternate B tunnel, the one that starts out in the bottom paper tray of the Xerox machine and exits through the men's room toilet at Le Pigeon Restaurant. Hey, how come we always have to escape through the men's room toilets? What are the ladies' room toilets? Feels sexist to me. Relax, gang. It's only Ken Jones, our demolitions expert. Where have you been? I, I, I got delayed. It took me a little time to guide a car bomb into a gas strumpo assault vehicle. You drove the car? You're a hero! Oh, heavens no. <laughs> I don't do well with explosions. Too damn loud for my ears. No, I got one of the station's crash test dummies to volunteer. We sealed and strapped some 12-week-old hummus from the refrigerator onto your bicycle, Rolf. Stuck a fuse in it and got the dummy to pedal hard. The explosion was pretty powerful. Ejected the dummy over the handlebars. For a minute there, it looked like he was going to get away. But when he tried to run, he was cut down by the stormtrooper ladies' auxiliary, wielding gymnastic ribbon sticks. Poor dummy. We'll schedule a commemorative show thanking him for his services. What's the plan here? The plan is to fight back, to never give up. We will fight them in the landing zones, fight them on the beaches, fight them on the streets, on the max, uh, in the Rose Garden, and even in the Widmer Brothers Brewery. Wherever there is injustice, we'll be there. Wherever people long for freedom, we'll be there. Wherever people are thirsty. I mean, what's the plan for tonight? Hit them hard, hit them early, hit them often, and hit them hard. Or did I already say that? Hit him with what? Anything hard, like those bagels you mentioned earlier. The ones left over from the last membership drive. You can sail those babies like frisbees and they'll easily shatter a helmet or decapitate a stormtrooper. Too late. Ani's starving volunteers ate them all. Hey, listen. It's on the radio. The Trump people have taken over Kabu. You're tuned to 90.7 radio station KBOO-FM in Portland, Oregon. Now broadcasting under the auspices of Great America Incorporated, Donald J. Trump, CEO, and now one hour of easy listening followed by Sean Hannity News Hour. We begin our musical extravaganza with some top hit from the Lawrence Welk Orchestra. No, no, not Myron Florin, not the lovely Lennon sisters. Larry Hooper, give me a fucking break. Oh, God, it's even worse than I thought it could ever be. What next? Dick Clark's rockin' New Year's Eve? They're here! Yes, we're here! The Castrumpo! Everybody against the wall! Cable traitors! You're all under arrest! On what charges? Oh! Ow! Is that really necessary? Shut up! And don't be such sissy puss. I only slapped you with a Ted Cruz sock puppet. Didn't you hear me? The charge is treason, as well as excessive rowdiness, illegal use of plumbing for escape purposes, being a bunch of left-wing radical douchebags, and putting a lot of unfunny satire on the radio that turns our hallowed leader, Generalissimo Big Hair, the great Donald, into a pouty little bitch. That's something we troopers definitely don't want to have to put up with. Coffin boys. This is not the end. God bless America. Rolf, I thought you were an atheist. There are no atheists in Safeway houses, Larry. Well, here we are, wherever it is. I've never ridden in a gas strumpo assault vehicle before. They're surprisingly comfy, even when handcuffed. What is this place? Are you kidding? It's the KBU radio facilities. I didn't recognize it. Looks like they've torn all the posters and notices down, thrown out the dead plants, 
cleaned the coffee machine and painted the place. That was fast. I have to say it looks a lot better. March them into the back room. Whoa! Do my eyes deceive me? Donald Trump, what are you doing here, Trump? Are you responsible for this criminal raid, this big mess you've created tonight? To be honest, I inherited a mess. It's a mess. At home and abroad. A mess. The way you're treating us, people would think we're terrorists. ISIS has spread like cancer. Another mess I inherited. But we're not ISIS terrorists, we're KBU Radio. In other words, the media is trying to attack our administration because they know we are following through on pledges that we made and they're not happy about it for whatever reason. Really? You're wrong, Trump. When we do cover you in our news and editorial presentations, it's about the insanity your administration has brought down on the heads of the American people. That was like the story they wrote about the women and me. Front page, big massive story. And it was nasty. The tone is such hatred. It's all fake news. It's all fake news. We have begun the monumental task of returning the government back to the people on a scale not seen in many, many years. Safety. We are saving American lives every single day. The hell is she doing with that cheap plastic button? That's Becky, and she's trying to button up her cheap sweater. We're poor people who can't afford the kind of clothes that billionaires like you and Ivanka wear. I suppose now you're going to waterboard all of us, aren't you? I don't want to be one of these guys that say, yes, uh, here's what we're going to do. Why are you detaining us and treating us so badly? So I know when you're telling the truth or when you're not. How about if we get the truth from you for a change? None of that alternative truth crap. We've heard that you're doing away with Bush's New World Order and replacing it with something even worse, some new kind of order. As far as the new order, uh, but we're tailoring it now to the decision. We have some of the best lawyers in the country working on it. You spent some time with Marco Rubio last week. Does that mean you'll be invading Cuba? About Cuba, Cuba, about Cuba, Cuba, about Cuba, Cuba. There's also rumor that you slept with Rubio's mistress. When did you decide to go after that woman who's famous for her 48-inch D-cup bus? When I first heard about it. Did you have a good time, asshole? Now that's what I call a nice question. She was always the highest quality that you'll ever find. I'm really not a bad person, by the way. Wasn't Rubio sore about that? I didn't talk to him ever, and he thought it was a joke. I won, I won. And no one questioned you about your actions? Can you imagine if I received the questions? It would be the electric chair. Do you consider banging a senator's wife a productive use of your presidential power? I would say far more productive than you would understand. Any truth to the report that you may use nuclear weapons on ISIS? Oh, I'm working on it. I was given, I've actually, I've seen that information around. I said, huh, that doesn't sound wrong. My counsel came. The public isn't, you know, they read newspapers, they see television, they watch. They don't know if it's true or false. Nobody talks about that. We are going to attack Mosul in four months. We are going to attack Mosul in one month. Next week, we are going to attack Mosul. That makes no sense at all. What qualifies an idiot like you to be a president? In fact, I've watched uh, various programs and I've read various articles. 
But I know what's good. I know what's bad. What are your plans for Kebu? The Gastrumpo will be improving station operations. Better news and features. You will see. Again, I say it. There has never been a presidency that's done so much in such a short period of time. Kebu listeners, from now on, will get news and information as reliable as Fox News. And consider that an order from Lord High Potus. It will be a whole new conversation. Really, really productive conversation. What the hell? They, they can't, can't do, do that. that. Come on, come on. That's, that's stupid. Come on. Ah, come that's on. Quiet, quiet, quiet. Not good. Not good. Not good. Not good. Go ahead. That's not great. That's not great. I hope you're all happy. Your incessant jabber is making President Trump nervous, and he's decided to leave now. Steve will join you in a moment. Steve? I want to thank everybody very much. It's a great honor to be with you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks. I am the least anti-Semitic person that you've ever seen in your entire life. Thank you, Mr. President. Have a nice trip back to Washington. Good evening, folks. Everybody take a seat. Kellyanne, bring these good folks some beer and three-week-old pizza and remove their cuffs. Steve Bannon? The one and only. And you're the cable crowd. I've been following your exploits for years. Gathering information you can use to hang us, right? Au contraire, mon frère. We of the new America underground have long admired your principled stands on progressive issues and your work to make the world, or at least a small, mostly wet part of it here in the Northwest, a better place. We've often wanted to congratulate you, but naturally we couldn't risk revealing ourselves as the lefties we really are. You mean you're really not a fascist pig? No, that was just my cover. We were constantly being watched by Limbaugh, Beck, the Tea Party, so we all had to pretend to be people we're not. We were working to bring down the fascist right and reform the Republican Party. Once we got Trump elected, it was only a matter of time. Trump is a secret progressive? Absolutely not. He's a crazy asshole, but he worked into our plan perfectly, leading us right into the Oval Office. Right now, he's sedated and on his way back to Washington, where he'll soon be roaming with John Hinckley in the psycho ward at St. Elizabeth's Hospital. Melania will be sitting in as president after we get rid of Pence. But what are you doing here? You know better than anyone in the country and how destructive both political parties have been to America ever since Roosevelt died. The Cold War put us on the path to a permanent garrison state run by the Pentagon, the CIA, NSA, FBI, and the rest of the federal alphabet agencies. The whole ball of shit being supervised and financed by the defense contractors. But you know all that. You've seen Oliver Stone movies. But Kabu? We've long known the Ubu Radio Theater has been a massive pillar on the front porch of freedom, passing secret coded messages to the Northwest Resistance Movement. That's the kind of valuable service we need to make our people's revolution a success. What will you have us do? 
before we can have truly free, intelligent elections in this country, we've got to re-educate our voters and leaders on basic principles of good civics, equal rights under the law, clean government, and the golden rule. You're going to produce the kind of news and information that will make America great as never before. Makes me proud to be an American woman. He's been shot. No, it's just another transistor blowing in the control panel. (laughs) 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 That's Kabu for you. I can't can't believe you've taken this complete about face and reeled yourself as a liberal, Bannon. You actually believed all that crap I was spouting? (laughs) You mean you were lying? Me? Lie? Hey, it's what I do. Of course I was just pulling your legs. Me, a liberal? You've got to be crazy. Though we really are taking down Trump. I was merely distracting you while we shot your station manager. But why? Why do you do evil things like that? Taking down Trump? What's so evil about that? Nothing. Larry meant, why do you do evil things like lying to us and shooting mild-mannered station managers who are secretly superheroes? Vulnerable superheroes, I might add. Troopers, take these people away. Get them ready for loading onto the slave galleys of tomorrow. Everyone, run for it! You can run, but you can't hide, Bon Bon. We know where you'll be at 90.7 FM on your digital readout, cable radio, wherever it relocates. Folks, keep old glory flying high and help us keep our control room in working shape, wherever it may be. Become a member of KBOO for just a few bucks. Once you do, and once the overworked office gnomes have finished manufacturing them, we'll send you a genuine atomic Rolf Semperbone secret bone bone decoder ring that will make you privy to the hidden coding messages he sent to the Northwest Resistance Group on each broadcast of the Ubu Radio Theater. Tonight's presentation, Quiet Flows the Willamette, was a production of the M. Watson Dodge Writing Salon and Barbershop. Our voice talent was... Uh, Aaron Yankee. Cat Meow. Tom. Harry. M. Watson. Roll. Tonight's presentation, Quiet Flows the Willamette. That one's starting to repeat. Oh, um, yeah. Some of the channels have limited features. You need to choose another program. How about Japanese monster feature? Sure, let's give it a try. We now go to channel 7.3, program in progress. Program title, Climate Change Destroys Tokyo. This giant monster threatens to devastate the coasts around the world and even attack the interior. Two years ago, in a momentous meeting, all the nations of the world met in Paris and agreed to fight the menace that threatened us all. If we work together, we can defeat climate change. Unity! Listen to the crowds around the world cheer. 
But now it's two years later and a new leader has taken over the biggest nation in the world. Leader Trump speaks up. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm pulling out of the Paris Agreement. What? You, you can't do that. We all need to fight this thing together, world leader Trump. <laughs> the whole thing's a hoax. Invented by the Chinese and Al Gore to destroy capitalism. All the scientists say it's real, except a few that are paid off by the people who make money off the monster. America first! You can't spell USA without us. Us, not some foreign powers. Okay, enough of that we one. We all need to fight this thing together. I didn't see any big monster, just more stuff bashing Trump. The monster was invisible. We're on a budget here. We can't afford the guy in a rubber suit and a miniaturized model of the Tokyo skyline. Find something else. What's that one there? Romance? You have your choice of clean romance or dirty. Clean. clean. That's good. The other one's been disabled until we can clear it with the FCC. Uh, okay, we'll spin the knob to romance. We now go to channel 16.3. Program in progress, title unknown. Mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the greatest of them all? Wait a second. We already did this one. And the mirror speaks up. You are mighty, my lord Rump. No, I think this one is different. But Vladimir Putin, or is the greatest lord of them all. No, no, I'm the greatest of them all. How can he be greater than me? His kingdom is nothing compared to mine. Ah, my lord Rump. But think how his vassals respect him. Hey, my vassals respect me too. Except for the liberals and the press and all the other losers who don't want to make our kingdom great again. But everyone else, the vast majority of the people, love and respect me because I am the greatest. We are doing great things to this kingdom. Right. Everyone around you tells you it is so. The people who gather at your rallies tell you how great you are. And yet... Vlad the Imputinor, I want to be like you. I want to be with you. To ride horses with you. We'll take off our shirts and ride our stallions across the tundras. And then at night, we can watch prostitutes piss in each other's mouths. Like we did that time before. Those were days, Lord Rump. We had such golden times together. But now, alas, I'm a world leader like you. They won't let me go back there. They watch everything I do. Every little thing, and now I, I can't just be with you. Yes, but you are world leader, yes, and I helped you. Why, Vlad? Why did you do this to me? All the Russian proverb, Lord Rump. Keep your enemies far and your friends even further, my dear, and those you love, furthest of all. That's like you and your woman. She's in tower in New York while you are in capital. No, no, she moved into the White House a week ago. Only after people kept talking about it. Why she not live with you? Why she always frown when she with you? Why she slap away your hand when you reach for it? Meanwhile, in a cage in the White House basement, 
I hate you, Donnie. I hate the touch of your puny little hands. I hate your angry voice. I hate your bragging. You make me want to vomit. I hate your ugly red face and this stupid fake hair. I only used you to get into this country. I married you for your money. It wasn't worth it. Not at all. Enough of that one, too. That's okay. That's why we've got so many choices, so that the listener gets to hear exactly what they want. Westerns, crime thriller, reality radio, comedy. We leave the choice to the listener. So which one do you want to try next? Western. Crime thriller. Okay, let's do crime thriller. We now go to channel 7.1, program in progress, title, The Mad Don. I'm not going to tell him. You tell him. I'm not telling him either. You know what happens when people tell him bad news? Remember Luigi? Yes, I remember. We're all around the table, and all of course he's our boss, the Godfather, the Don, and he tells us. The family is doing great. We are great. Three cheers for the Don! Three cheers for the Don! We're doing such great work here. Another toast for me. Three cheers for the Don! Hold on a second. Someone is not cheering. Luigi? Hey, yeah, boss? You got something to tell us, Luigi? For me, no. But you're not cheering with the rest of us. Well, yeah, boss, but maybe we should look at this from another perspective. Look at what, Luigi? Are we not doing the best of any crime family ever? Uh, Yeah, we do great, boss, but... But what, you little shit? The newspaper running a story this morning. The newspapers are all liars! The only news is on television and we're not doing the best! It's because of little shits like you who are fucking things up! Fuck! Get the fuck away from me! Get rid of it! Fuck it all! My enemies will all die! Damn, Luigi, look what you did! I just tried to tell him the truth and he suddenly blew up, uh, throwing a tantrum like a little baby! He don't want to hear the truth, Luigi! He just wants praise, otherwise he throws a tantrum. He throw a fit like a spoiled little baby. You don't want to make him angry. You don't want to be the one to give him the bad news. But he the most powerful crime boss in the world, and he, he can't even take a bad news. Gato, Giovanno, where are my enforcers? Who are these newspaper reporters who dare make fun of me? They're crazy, Don Trumpino! I am the most persecuted person in history. Maybe we put a hit on these reporters like they do in Mexico. No, boss. What we want to do is sue them. Throw them in jail. There ought to be a law against reporters spreading malicious stories about me. If they make me leader of this nation, Make him leader of the nation? (laughs) What a joke! When are they going to stop laughing?
<laughs> it's been going on for almost a minute. Turn it to something else. Yeah, sometimes we have to put in some filler. Make the scene last longer. Not easy filling 30 channels or more. All these choices, and most of them, meh. Give us a break. This is our beta broadcast. Once we have the proper funding... What happened to the money we already gave you? I certainly haven't heard anything that justifies us giving you more funds. This whole operation seems rather shabby. I don't think I want to be associated with it. That's why we need more funds. You will be on the cutting edge of radio theater. You will be there first. And when this takes off, you can sell your shares for... Why don't we listen to another channel while you try to decide? Well, our Uber doesn't get here until midnight, so I suppose we can do that. How about westerns? I love westerns. We got old style, spaghetti, singing cowboy, you name it. Really? Singing cowboy western? I'd like to see how you clowns tried to pull that one off. Uh, no, it's horrible. Here's Epic Western. We now go to channel 5.3. Program in progress. Promos for coming attractions on this channel. Coming soon to a radio near you. Varla and Goldie return in an exciting two-hour sequel to Kill Faster Pussycat. <laughs> in the Uru Hour Wild West radio filler. Guns, horse, kill, kill. An epic radio drama set in Portland, Oregon in 1881. Coming later this year, guns, horse, kill, kill. Guns, Horse, Kill, Kill will be airing on the Ubu Hour later this year. No, that one's no good either. It's just an ad for a future show. So a lot of these channels just have filler. What do you expect? We've got 30 or 40 channels to fill. But the show is only an hour. Surely you can find enough material. Yes, with more funding. I guess I fell right into that one. Okay, what else do we have? Reality radio? What's that? That's kind of like reality television. But since this is radio... Since we are a radio show and not a television show... Reality radio. I didn't know there was such a thing. Okay, let's give it a try. We now go to channel 17-1. Programming now in progress. The Metaphysical Reality Show. Okay, I don't hear anything. Isn't this long silence what you radio people refer to as dead air? The thing that you're supposed to avoid above everything else? No, dead air is when it's accidental. As this is intentional, it's not dead air. Besides, it's not silent. We're, we're talking. But what about what's going on over the air? A gaping silence. People will think you're off the air. No, it's not silent. The air room mics are on. Fuck, how long have they been on? And, and who the fuck left them on? You mean the mics have been picking up this entire conversation? Sure. My guess is that they've been on since the beginning of the show. Liam probably left them on after he finished engineering the poetry program. Does that mean our conversation has been recorded during this entire time we've been here? No, no, not necessarily. Actually, it's been... Shh. 
It's been life. what? Spit it out, or you people will never get a bloody cent more. We'll all blackball you with all the other local investors. Was any of our conversation recorded? I don't know. It might have been. We need to erase that recording, obviously. Which one of these machines is it on? No, no, no. We didn't record it. See? Someone forgot to push the air check recorder. Well, thank God for that. I don't know why you said it might have been recorded. Of course, that doesn't mean that someone else... Someone else? What? How could someone else record it? (laughs) Of course no one else. Oh, God. You weren't broadcasting us talking over the air, were you? Uh, some of it might have slipped out. The mics were hot. In fact, uh, they are still on. Everything we're saying is being aired. This is an outrage. Why is this happening? It's reality radio. It's really happening. Well, stop it. Turn off the mics. I don't want people to hear my voice. We can't do that. We're trapped in this radio play. Someone better get the engineer. Where the fuck is he anyway? Switch to another program. Hurry. There. Sci-fi. Nothing happened. Did you break it? No, no, no. It's not broken. I don't hear anything. That's because you are still in the reality show. Who said that? Who are you? That's not important. What is important is that all of you are trapped in a reality radio show. What kind of little stunt is this? I'm not trapped. I'm out of here. The reality show is all around us. This whole country is stuck in reality television since the inauguration of Donald Trump. So tell us something new. And where is that voice coming from? Think of it. A great television reality star has taken his shtick to the next level. He's not running the White House like a lawmaker. He's running it like a TV show. Mr. President, did you record your conversations with James Comey? Do the tapes exist? Do the tapes exist? Maybe they exist. I'll tell you later. Tune in next week. Stay tuned. As a policymaker, this administration has been a complete disaster. As a TV reality show, the ratings are off the charts. The most talked about presidency ever. Dominating the news, we need to let our great leader keep doing what he's doing because he's doing a great job at staying in the news. But everything's in shambles. It's all one big shitstorm. And he's mostly to blame with his stupid tweets and his total lack of anything remotely presidential. But that's what keeps the eyeballs on the screen. Television thrives on conflict and strife. We're the least boring administration this country has ever had. That's why we have to keep doing what we're doing. Put the worst people in charge of the various agencies. Fight the press and even members of our, your own party. People eat this shit up. Most of the people out there may not like us. They may even hate us, but they can't stop watching. They can't stop clickbaiting. We have them all trapped in this reality television show. But, 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 but you're all crazy. I thought he was the only one that was crazy, but it's like you are all crazy. I'm out of here. You can't leave now. There's no way out. And it's not just us. There's all his fans out there. The basket of deplorables, as they call themselves. It doesn't matter what he does or say. He can do anything, and they still love him. Like he said, he could shoot someone in Times Square. Why? It was a mystery. 
Whereas a normal person will look at Trump and see a complete fraud, a spoiled bragging idiot, and a serial liar, there were millions of people who see something different. They see Trump as a great businessman. They see him as a champion of the working class and the middle class, an honest man who worked hard for success. They see him as a truth teller among the Washington DC corruption. They see him as the Ann Randian hero, a captain of industry, virile and powerful and handsome, fighting the evils of government and the press. It was a mystery as to why so many people could be hoodwinked by this man and his big con. But after half a year of complete disasters and blatant lies, they still buy his shit. It's like they're brainwashed. It's like they're in a different reality than the rest of us. But why? It confounds belief that more than a third of the people can think this guy is great. Maybe it was the caps. There's something in the caps and t-shirts, some drug that puts them into a parallel universe where everything is a mere image of this one and everything is the opposite. Yes, like that Star Trek episode. Or maybe they're simply been brainwashed from countless viewings of The Apprentice. Subliminal signals to create an army of zombies ready to serve your will. Maybe they all see themselves as winners, if he's a winner. The cutthroat capitalism of his show where winners get everything and the losers can only look on and be jeered at. That's why they cling desperately to the Trump worship. In their minds, if he loses, they lose too. The whole country loses. Their own lives are empty, but he makes them feel whole. The cult leader and his followers. But this time, the cult leader is in charge of the most powerful military on Earth. And like all cult leaders, he's lost his mind. Or maybe he's not crazy. He's only pretending to be crazy to throw us all off while he cleverly enriches his friends and family, spreading the Trump brand further into the world. A game of smoke and mirrors, Russia, the palace intrigues, the idiotic tweets, just to show while they quickly destroy the safety net, gut regulations and lower taxes even more on the rich. The Trump name, the hollow corporate model where, where one, one owns, owns nothing but a name, a logo, and you stick it on a lot of buildings, but you don't own those buildings. And every time you say his name, you are reinforcing the power of that logo. Every night on the news, Trump this and Trump that. Every night, his name, his logo spreads further across the world like a virus, like the plague. More free advertising, more symbolism for the brainwashed millions. There's an answer to all this but we don't have time for that it's almost midnight and this show has to come to an end well that one just came to an end we've got another few minutes should i start another one no 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 we don't have anything else anyway as you see this new digital format has huge potential and you have a chance to get in on the ground floor we've made up our minds no more money not for this. No way. But, but if, if we don't get any funding, we'll have to go back to a single channel format. We might even have to go mono instead of stereo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, better one channel of shit than dozens and dozens of even worse shit. This was a completely wasted evening. Here's our Uber. Uh, Uber? 
why the hell are you taking Uber? They suck. Their CEO is an asshole. And then why the hell did you name your show after that? We're Ubu, not Uber. And we've been on the air twice as long as that stupid Uber has existed. Please don't leave. You won't reconsider? Too late. They're gone. That's it. That's the end of the show. Tonight, we featured the Ubu Digital Radio Hour in a new multi-channel format where the listener gets to choose. Ubu Goes Digital was written by Rolf Sempibon and performed by... Oh, Rolf. Larry. Noah. Bohemian. Martin. Ken, really, this is Bill Resnick. Ken. Martin. Martin. <laughs> that was good. Tom. <laughs> All right. The Ubu Hour returns next month and every month on the first Monday of the month at 11 p.m. Next will be the Tiki Cha Cha Hour. Thank you for listening. I think I can. The KBU mobile app is the best way to listen to KBU on your Android, iPhone, or iPad. Finally! Thank God that's over. Let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Access the world of KBU in one simple app you can download for free. Let your imagination run wild on how cool instantaneous access to KBU can be. Discussions can get started, points can be proven, jams can get discovered, all from your smartphone or mobile device. Look up KBU in Google Play or in iTunes App Store and download the KBU app today. KABU Community Radio is a proud co-sponsor of the 17th Annual Portland Zine Symposium, July 22nd and 23rd, from noon to 6 p.m. at the Apano Jam Space in Portland. The Portland Zine Symposium will feature Skillshare workshops, panels, and unique tapers focusing on self-publishing, social justice, expression, and more. Again. That's the 17th Annual Portland Zine Symposium, July 22nd and 23rd, from noon to 